So start recording. Let's go. Let's, All right, we got to do the clap thing because Santi said it actually matters. It does so matter. So let's specifically we'll do, do it, it so after, he don't. Yeah. Yeah. After one. You want to okay. know? So no, no, no. Hold up. One clap. Okay. That's a good idea. But what we should do is throw it in the middle. So we have to make sure that Hunty has to listen to the entire thing to set it up. Throw a clap in the middle of the entire show. Middle of the show. Just like tell, <laughs> tell the viewers. Just be like, this is going to happen. Right now. Three, We're going to clap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Three, two, one. to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. My name is Webs, and I'm your host for today. Joining me is Just Relentless this week. Yeah, it's uh, we're we're taking over. So, hello everybody. Uh, we're taking over. The zero over. has been kicked from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really how it it starts. I made the zero to give me big boy powers, and then we kick him out, and it's pretty much all over for him at this point. The so, powers that were given were far too strong. Lazero didn't realize yeah. they could be turned back on him. Yep. Pretty much. And so, I mean, power is only power if you abuse it. So exactly. I have to abuse exactly. it. This, this is the one time that I fully <laughs> am in on uh, on board with what you're doing. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy to have the anti Lazero club here. And you'll, you'll hear Lazero next on the Robin Kyle show. You're not going to hear him again on this show. Never, never. Uh, <laughs> for actual things, um, Lazero is just away this week. We had to record late. So he would have been asleep and he also has marketing to do. So we just decided we'll do a duo show um, with just me and Relly here. We're just- I think this is our first uh, actual just you and me. We don't have an it additional is. guest. We don't have anything else. This is just us for the first time. Yeah, we've never done this before. This is uncharted territories. I don't know if it's <laughs> going to be, be so bad. <laughs> it could either be a lot of aggression or it could just be us learning that we're actually best friends. And then we turn on the zero for real next time. So this this is Step Brothers. Yes. We are we're just living in Step Brothers right now. <laughs> um, if you do want to hear Lazero, let's get right into announcements. Well, not right into. Uh, if you do want to hear Lazero, the Robin Kyle Show for patrons is going to be out this weekend, um, which is kind of cool. We haven't recorded yet, so I have no idea what it's going to be about. Actually, no, it's the episode zero. I do know what it's going to be about. Um, in that, we'll talk. I think we'll be what talking about the episode zero the original one and then having our own thoughts going back looking at it and looking back at the previous ones it's going to be a thing it's going to be great uh if you want to listen to that you have to be on patreon that's why relentless can't listen to it um nope no, cannot <laughs> li- cannot listen that's why i was like you know just just tell me what it's going to be about oh it's going to be about episode zero i didn't listen to that episode anyways so i'm, I'm disgusted with you how did you how <laughs> even did you when not? i was a patron i think i listened to like episode like four through like 11 and then i just stopped <laughs> honestly kind of fair uh i don't know what they're like to listen to i just kind of talk to zero and it's great <laughs> it's great from my end so i enjoy them <laughs> no that's honestly i think that's uh like that i mean you guys do venture at least when i did listen you guys ventured into rocket league like quite a bit just because like naturally that's going to be where mm-hmm. it goes um but i like that platform because i think it gives you guys a little bit of freedom to 
kind of just venture off into your own into your own worlds and stuff like that. So I think that's the best part about it. When it's when it's really good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's it's really off the rails. <laughs> that's how you know it's the real good ones. It's just that relentless like structure, <laughs> and that's his his problem. Um, <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, we have. Game nights are coming back this week. Um, that will be starting again on Friday at 8 p.m. EST. So if you want to join the game, uh, the game night, JYs will be hosting it. It'll be a lot of fun. Definitely check it out if you have the ability to and aren't you know supposed to be asleep or at work or anything. Maybe if that's, you're at work, it's fine. That's kind of like the you know people have been asking for game night to come back, and I tried to do something with community games, but then I got sick and I couldn't really mm-hmm. stream and stuff without like dying on stream. And so uh, people have been asking for community or game night to come back. Uh, so it'll be good to have that back there. Get the chat popping. Mm-hmm. If you're someone that's new to the Discord, you've been listening for a while, and you want to just kind of like how to get more involved in everything, game night's a good way to start. Or if you just jump into a voice chat anytime there's other people in. Um, people are always happy to have other people in the chat. So don't ever be afraid. I always see people like they jump in the discord. Hey, I've been listening for a while. Uh, finally joining the discord. We want to see you in the chat. Like come just join, just join and talk to us. That kind of thing. I've seen relentless just sitting in a voice chat so many times, just, just alone for like an I hour. Just want people, he man. looks so sad. Join him, please. <laughs> well, if I'm you're ever sad, scared. I'm sad regardless, man, it's, it's the sadness <laughs> is there no matter what. It's fine. He wants people to share his sadness. Yes, <laughs> he needs he it. Loves company, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, don't be don't be afraid to just jump in those uh, or join the game night. It'll be a good spot to to meet people. I don't know who's gonna show up, but I'm sure the Aussies, if they're you know available, are gonna be excited for it. Be scared. Um, Relentless. This one's yours. Yeah. So we have attorney. I have one planned, and this one's gonna be kind of um, an evolution of a different idea that I had, but I wanted to make sure that everyone had an opportunity to be involved and represent themselves properly. So, uh, the original idea was going to be United States versus Canada. We're just mm-hmm. gonna have a North American battle and everything like that. But we have fans all over the world and everything. We got people from the UK, we've got people from Australia. And so I want to kind of expand it out. So this is going to be the ASAP worlds tournament. So pretty much it's gonna be a two V two tournament. Um, I think this is going to happen on January 30th. So Saturday, January 30th, probably 8 p.m. Eastern is my guess on when we'll do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so it's going to be a 2v2 tournament. There's going to be an MMR cap. I'll come out with announcement and official writing and stuff for that. Um, There's going to be a total MMR cap because I don't want any one team to just be overpowering or anything like that. So um, just kind of keep an eye out for the signups for for everything. I'll have signups going all the way through that. Till probably the day before, the evening before. So just kind of keep an eye out for signups. Those will be probably launching next week with the uh, with the release of the show next week. So, um, but yeah, just normal two v two tournament. It should be a good time. Okay, cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people who have two stuff. So that's, that's why awesome. it's called the world's tourney. Um, you're going to be representing your country with this one. So, um, you know, we going for you know people whatever country they're they're in and they want to represent that's what will be going on so if you're for example i know we have i think it's four aussies at this point right so if we've got four aussies and australia wins everyone that participates that us that is representing australia gets a champion title whoa hold up that's a lot (laughs) yep that is terrifying that's gonna so uh, i know we got canadians and everything like that if canadians play and they win every canadian gets a title wow 
I feel so, like Relentless it, really just wants this title and is like, you know what? I'm sure the U.S. can win this. <laughs> I, I just uh, need that title, please, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to participate. I'm going to be casting. What do you mean? Have, you're I still going to give it to yourself. I know you got those big boy powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just upset that you and the Zero Open Canada and you're not really confident in your team. Like That's the problem here. Why would you say I'm not confident in my team? We easy sweep this. No, no doubts in my mind. <laughs> Dude, you guys are going to get knocked out by the Aussies. Let's like, Let's be honest there. <laughs> They're going to beat you because you're bad at twos. It's fine. We have Ty Swoogles who's got home uh, home advantage on U- U.S. West. So, Is Ty Swoogles Canadian? Yes. he's. Uh, I'm not going to say, but yes. <laughs> I did not know that. I thought he was just somebody in the U.S. West somewhere. No, no. I'm it's all right. Like we got 90% messy. sure. That, it's, it's fine. No cheating. Um, no cheating. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? I think that's good. That's good for for what we have. So that tournament will be on the 30th. As of right now, we'll get uh, more updates to you, you know, next week with the next episode. Um, What I'll say is we should probably put out the sign up thing before the next episode comes out. Maybe like the Monday, just let there's time for people to sign up. Yeah. Um, And then on the Friday, the 29th, they'll likely close around evening. And if you're in the U.S. Uh, So that's that's your timeline. Timeline for timeline for next week. We good? Do you- yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Okay, that's it for our announcements. Time for a Rocket League announcements. <laughs> Big things happening. Not really. It's just the X Games happening. Whatever. We we don't worry too much about it. Just just the X Games partnering with Rocket League. It's not much. Uh, <laughs> kind of a bit like it's a pretty you know fun thing because the X Games are kind of perfect for Rocket League, um, but it doesn't really mean too much for. Uh, anybody who's not going to watch, I don't think, right? Doesn't seem like it. Just kind of some items, right? Yeah, I think for the most part, it's items. Um, fan rewards are going to be added to the mix for RLCS X Games. So if you are watching, you have the opportunity to get drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the coolest drop from there is the Octane um, skin. Mm-hmm. The Octane skin looks really nice, and I could totally see myself using the uh, the ski goggle, ski goggle topper. I like those. Yeah, that's fair. I always um, like ski goggles. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels aren't bad. I mean, they're just an X, but the X Games logo is simple enough that I think it lends itself decently to the wheels. So like that won't be too bad. Um, it all it all is pretty simple. Just the it is. If you're watching RLCSX, you have a chance to receive a few of the banners um, or a topper, and yeah, yeah everything else will be in game. So I'll be. Good for everybody. Basically, just gonna be your winter um, winter event. So not much actually changing in game, but it's just something fun to keep an eye out. I, that will be on January twenty third. I think. They honestly should do something with Snow Day. Like they should do That'd some so sort smart. of Snow Day um, like modification for for because this is like the most one of the more on brand partnerships they've done like i know Mm -hmm. they've done nfl partnerships they've done ghostbusters dc Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff but as far as like if you're looking at sports partnerships um this is probably the more on brand one they could have done and i just wish they did more than items like i want them to do like a Mm -hmm. game mode or something to go along with it if they did something Um, like uh an obstacle course or um like a race or something like that that would be so cool to do something uh to mm-hmm. have that along with this event um and you know there's more than enough in uh, in the workshop to already have those but 
they need to come up with races. Yeah. They, they, they really do need to come up with races and throw that in as like a limited time extra mode. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just be really fun as a extra thing. Plus it'd, it'd be really good for learning your mechanics, learning your basics, your fundamentals. <laughs> oh, so I'd be bad at it. Yes, you would. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it could have potential, um, but it's, that's not going to happen. We just, you know, are giving out pipe dreams and hoping that something comes, but uh, as is, Right now, the uh, stream is going to start. No, the event starts on January 21st. Um, and then there are specific X game tabs. So I don't know what's going on with that in the item shop um, on specific days. You can look at those if you want. And it seems like you can just buy them. Um, and the stream will be 23rd and 24th and then 30 and 31st of January at 10 a.m. PT. Um, so cool something to look forward to for you know next week actually there's a whole bunch of things happening next week <laughs> everything happens right, so next that, week <laughs> so that leads me to the tangent if you were going to make adjustments to any existing extra mode what adjustments would you make to it does it have to be existing yes oh man and yeah. then you, you can throw you can throw in whatever like special extra mode you would want but mm-hmm. like what sort of changes just because I was thinking like, you know, if they were to make changes to snow day, what kind of changes would I look for, for the X games aspect of it? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so what would be a change you would make to an existing one? And then I guess whatever extra one that you would want on top of that. Mm-hmm. I would say a change for snow day that I think would make it actually really fun and make me play it is just make the, uh, the puck lighter. Because right now it's just forced on the ground. It's like, okay, my ground game is good. I can't jump at the at the puck because otherwise I'll just go over it. Um, and it it feels really limiting. But if you put the puck at like maybe three quarter weight, half weight, I don't know, just bouncier, something like that, it might lead to more ability in the game. So I think that would be the change that I would make uh, to Snow Day, <laughs> which is, right. as everybody knows, my least favorite. That's your least favorite. Um, if I was going to make a change to an existing one, I've already said like multiple times that I think hoops needs to be a, a bit larger of a field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that I don't think would actually make any kind of meaningful change to the people that, one, the people that are good at it, it's not going to make any meaningful change. And then the people that aren't really good at it because they're not necessarily great at the aerial stuff. I don't think it's going to impact them because the the difficult part of hoops is that the goal is elevated. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think like if I was going to make like do or die like one change, I don't think hoops is where I would go with it. Um, nice, I like that choice. I would change. Uh, I would change probably something with snow day. Um, of course. The game mode that is least liked (laughs) drop shots the best well i think it's the one that you could make the changes to most effectively that's going to have a positive impact true so i would probably make the puck more responsive like maybe that has something to do with like maybe it has something to do with like you being like like you're saying lighter and everything um i just feel like it never like it it doesn't bounce off your car very well so if you're trying to do anything um like passing or anything like that you either have to like pinch it against the ground or whatever Mm -hmm. um and that's and that's 
annoying to try and do if you're not good like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you got to stop agreeing with me, man. You can't just keep agreeing with me when I say I'm bad. You have to disagree. You have to be supportive. You have to prove me wrong. You have to show me. To show me. <laughs> I have the ultimate prove you wrong. I have a GC tag when everyone got a GC tag. So oh. I'm. Oh, no, you have I'm the meme like tag. Else. Well, you're definitely a good player. <laughs> <laughs> The, the meaningless GC tag, yes, the one yes. that doesn't count, even though mm-hmm. I, I felt really, really good getting it at the time, but now I feel really bad about having it. <laughs> no, no, you can still feel good about having it. You can just never use it. Otherwise, people will make you feel bad for having it. Well, it depends. Like if you're if you're in champ three, you can you can wear it and stuff and be okay. But if you're like down in like diamond three and champ one and stuff, then you should feel bad about true. wearing it. That's true. And and I've I've been at all those places and stuff, and I just don't <laughs> wear it because. I just don't need anybody looking at me weird. Fair. Um, Very fair. <laughs> uh, the other, let's see, the other thing I would make, if I was going to make, I would add more mutators or do like update the mutators for Rumble. Oh, really? I don't, and I don't, I'm not 100% sure what mutators and stuff I would have for Rumble if I was mm-hmm. going to update them. Um, but I feel like it's stale kind of at this point oh that's Uh, fair or i would i don't know it's one of those things of do you consider rumble like would would you consider it better to have all top tier level mutators or do you like it like kind of how they have it where you have some top tier some mid and some kind of ones that you don't like Mm -hmm. like i'd say i'd say the give somebody boosties is my least favorite i don't think that's Um, ever used um I would warrant to to say like above diamond. I don't think it's ever useful. Um, all that it actually does is give your opponent a full boost and extra. <laughs> and every time I use it, it seems like every time I use it, I give it to somebody that has spikes on or something like that. Like I hit them <laughs> with it and then they immediately they hit spikes on the ball and they just go down the field. And yeah, so mm-hmm. um, I would, I would update the mutators somehow I'd give some sort of some sort of changes and stuff to it. I don't know which changes I would make cause I'm not that creative, but mm-hmm. um, I would say that's probably outside of snow day. That'd be the other update I would do. That's understandable. Now you said you had a new game mode idea. Well, I just anything that's in the, the workshop, just okay. any creative. That's it. I will always say this. <laughs> the workshop is too good of a function to not use. <laughs> There's so many things on there that are just amazing. And it's not like we were talking about the dribble challenge for the past couple of days in the discord. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not something that's even remotely available for people who play on console, which is yeah, just so, well, so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I've seen like people have come up with all kinds of prototypes for like, maybe not work, maybe not like stuff like the dribble challenge or making the workshop accessible to everybody, but um, making the ability to customize training it more. So like mm-hmm. adding obstacles and stuff in training and mm-hmm. so like that. You can create your own, you know, workshop style, like dribble challenge, that kind of thing within the training, but it would have like actual obstacles mm-hmm. and ramps and all those kind of things. And uh, so I've seen like, you know, where people have done mock-ups of what that would look like. But yeah, I think the hard part is that you don't have the ability to code and mod on console unless it's something that's built into like the game and the servers and stuff so they'd have to find a way to do that um which means they would have to make all those things officially part of the game 
I, yeah, that's kind of true, I guess. I don't think it'd be too hard um, to have it as a separate thing where you just download it to your own. Um, but I, I do get the thing of having the or leaving the ability to download it open might have some. Um, I just think it's more manpower than they want to put into it. Yeah. Because you, I mean, unless you're going to charge for it, you're not going to see a return on investment for like, I, I guess the way they would look at it probably is that it doesn't bring enough value to the game for console players that they feel like it would be worth the manpower to find a way to format it. Um, now, I, if they charge something like 100 credits per workshop map, then they would probably get their money back on it easy. I don't think I agree with you. Um, and the reason is that the workshop creates so much like available content and uh, advertising, just basically for your advertising for them, um, that the not having the ability to just go into a fun ma- uh, map with your friends, uh, even if it's cross-platform, even if it's not cross-platform, and it's just, okay, I want to... You know. Well, I think that I think that would be the hardest part is the um, is, is them finding a way to make the actual game modes like stuff like Dribble Challenge. I don't think would be too complicated for them to just add in, but it's like the actual game modes. Like Lethemir has created all kinds of crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen like beer pong on there, volleyball, uh, variations of Heat Seeker, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, those ones are the ones I think would be more difficult for them to do. Why do you say so? To, to bring um, them into the full game as like you know, uh, game mode of the well, week. There wouldn't that be, would be a lot. I agree with you'd you. You'd have to you'd have to have them as private matches only. Yes. Um, and that's and that's where I think. I think I think that's the hard part. Um, is a lot of those game modes. If you're going to make them private matches only, you'd have to get, you know, four to six people, able to play. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's where they're just kind of like, eh, we don't want to go through all of that. Really? I, like, I think that's, yes, I think, I think, I think right. some of that's where the psionics is just like, we don't want to kind of deal with any of that stuff is they, they don't want to like have to worry about a creating a matchmaking form for it or, um, B doing all that stuff for private matches when there, there's probably some statistic that private matches are such a low part of their actual amount, like where people play. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that the reason the private matches are so empty is because why would you play a private match outside of like pretty much having more than four people to play with, uh, arguably more than three people because chaos. Um, but I don't think, or I could only see this as being a positive for them and getting people to want to play the game more because it freshens things up and because it might bring back some of the higher players who have gotten like, who are bored of the game because it got kind of stale and they're like, ah, I'm just, I'll just come back once every month or so. Um, or it might entice some new players to join because like, oh, that looks really fun. That's Fall Guys in, um, in Rocket League <laughs> or that's Among Us in Rocket League. Well, they wouldn't be able to do the Fall Guys stuff for sure. There's definitely licensing things there. there yeah, there's licensing there. That's, be able to do. Yes. But um, no, no. So don't, so don't get me wrong. I think it would make the game flatly better. I just don't think it, like I guess the return on investment of value that I would say Psionics looks at it with is probably what, what prevents them from committing a lot of time and energy into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocket Labs is the closest that we've gotten to anything that's workshop related mm-hmm. for from them, as well as like the custom training. But that's you know not not yeah. too special. The Rocket Labs was a great 
idea. It was, it was a great concept. Um, but not having people or the ability for people to create their own things was everybody loved it for like two weeks, <laughs> which is all that I really Rocket Lab is where they could have had people create their own thing. I think exactly. that's like, because, cause they didn't, they didn't have like the outside the stadium um, graphics and that kind of thing. It was all just whatever's there. Then everything else is just kind of like, you know, Mm-hmm. color and that's it mm-hmm. um rocket labs is the one thing where you probably could have found a way but again it's just like you'd have I, th- I think when rocket labs was like really part of the playlist they didn't even have stuff like custom training in oh you might be right so custom mm-hmm. training was a bigger like revelation than creating your rocket labs thing i think would have been yeah um and then again it's something you could only do private matches with really you're not going to have like community mm-hmm maps and stuff in matchmaking so mm-hmm. i remember when rocket labs came out like way back um people did love them when they came out they were really really fun it's just that after two weeks it's like oh it's the same thing whatever let's just go back to normal rocket league um which is a shame because they were really fun and it had a lot of potential it's a, it's a novelty though but it was a novelty so if they had the way to have more content wow look at that workshop <laughs> have community content there um then i think it would definitely decrease from that original like high spike of the you know everybody wants to play this um but it, it would have a much higher consistent play player base of people that just it, want to play custom maps i don't know I don't they would just have to screen which workshops and stuff they want in that's true um in the game so stuff like the dribble challenge um they could do something like that or even if they made their own uh, that way it's all on brand and and there's no, you know, potential glitches and it's kind of smooth and polished the way they like it. Mm-hmm. Like even if they create their own version of it, um, that wouldn't be bad. But I did have to go through all of the workshops and find out, okay, which ones do we specifically want? Because um, I think, again, the formatting would, it would be what makes it difficult for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I get that. Like you kind of take a trade off between choosing specific maps or I guess like uh, allowing certain developers to, to have maps in there. They just need to hire Lethemir, man. Just hire Lethemir <laughs> to make in-game workshop maps and stuff like that. Give them your resources and all that kind of stuff so he can just, just do it. He's so, doing them anyway. Just put it in. <laughs> yeah, he's doing them anyways. You know, give him a little bit of money. I don't even care if you charge like 50 credits for a... Uh, to have access to each one. Like that's fine. Like I don't really care, but honestly, you know, it, it would 50 credits for beer pong. I'd be down. That'd be fun. <laughs> think about it, right. If you spend 50 credits one time and you get credits literally just for playing the game and stuff. Um, do you, if you spend 50 credits one time and it gets you the dribble challenge for life, like that's not a big, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a big investment or anything like mm-hmm. that. They still have the custom training in there. They still have all the training packs, so it would be fine. Yeah. No, no. There's ways to to do it. We're we're done with this conversation. There's a lot of things <laughs> that there's there's issues. There's a lot of ways to do it. Um, a lot of ways that it could go wrong. I don't know. Well, we have to wait for that and hope that it happens. Um, but I don't know. I I just want I just want custom maps. That's all I want. <laughs> just want custom maps. Just give me custom maps. <laughs> Labs isn't even gonna play anymore. He's just gonna be in there making his own maps. That's all I do. <laughs> That's all I want to do. <laughs> Roller coaster tycoon in Rocket League. That's what Labs wants. Man, that'd be perfect. 
<laughs> so that was my week playing roller coaster tycoon and rocket league how was your week <laughs> oh man my week in rocket league um i'm bad yes. i'm just i'm bad at rocket league mm-hmm. it's just what it is i'm better than you we have the screenshots to prove it but i'm bad at rocket league and um and i've i've kind of decided that i'm i'm like a little bit mentally over grinding out threes right now. I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up and go over to twos and see what that world is like. Mm-hmm. Um, I played for about 30 or 40 minutes before we were recording tonight and I, I didn't lose a single twos game. Um, and I mean, it's, it's probably cause I'm like diamond three champ one and twos right now. So fair. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's just such a vastly different game style that, um, I think it you definitely know, like, fits you better. <laughs> it probably fits me a little bit better. And it, um, like, you can, without having to have, like, the responsibility that ones has where you can't make, like, a single mistake, it feels like. Um, twos is nice where you can, okay, you can make a mistake as long as your teammate's not also making a mistake at the same exact time. And you then you can. When to make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But then you, as long as you can recover quickly enough, you can usually get back from your mistakes, at least at the Diamond 3 Champ 1 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as I move up, I'm sure there'll be less and less time and less and less ability to make those mistakes. But, um, you know, that, that was always the nice part about threes is that you can make these mistakes. You could go for things that maybe you shouldn't go for, but you can still do anyways. Um, and you have the backup of teammates as long as they're doing what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. or, you know, kind of what they're supposed to do. Um, then you're usually fine. And twos kind of still gives you a little bit of that flexibility without punishing you too much, but it also puts more onus on you to kind of make sure that you're making better decisions, that kind of thing. So I think that's like, I think my decision-making is good. I think my, just like my mechanics and and some of my consistency is a little bit iffy, but because my decision-making is pretty decent, um, that's where I'm going to hopefully find some more success in twos. Huh. That seems weird to me. Twos is a place that I've, I've always found to practice mechanics. Because um, yes, decision-making is like really, really important in twos, but it's kind of a base-level decision-making where it's like, okay, do I go for ball? Is my teammate close enough to go for ball? I don't go for ball. Um, and then you just kind of swap out. So it, it And that decision-making has won me like six straight games in twos. Like it's... Yes. Because... <laughs> Because it's so iffy and stuff like that, I think that's where at least I'm having success now. But as you know, obviously, as you get higher and everything, mechanics are become more and more important, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. any of the game modes. Yeah, I think you might be playing under your uh, like your skill level a little bit, uh, just because you haven't played twos like ever. So, you know, <laughs> um, you'll get up <laughs> well, to. I, a point. I, mean, I, I used to once upon a time, but I haven't played twos with any kind of actual regularity in probably about eight to ten months exactly um that sounds like you're playing under (laughs) (laughs) Um, but what i've noticed is because like you have that extra time and stuff in twos like because you have the ability and to have a little bit of space and do a little bit more solo stuff and mechanical stuff people slow play so much and i think it's it's like a it's a fool's game to kind of do that. I think when I see people slow playing, especially at the rank that I'm in, it's like you, you completely stop, like you're on a counter attack and you completely stop. So you can dribble the ball on top of your car. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a complete fool's game that they end up playing on themselves. 
And so they'll do that. They'll try and get the ball on top of their car and then they go for either go for a flick or they lose control of the ball. And then I just pound it away from them and it's on the <laughs> other side of the field and it's an easy goal because they decide to stop their entire team's momentum to slow play it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Going into slow play, there's a lot of, you can't just start a so slow play. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of decision-making between or in that goes into starting a slow play. Um, which as I'm getting better is I'm realizing is a mistake in flakes mentality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just, you can't just always do it because um, if it's a one-on-one or a two, two two-on-one, then sure you can play it a little slow. Um, But that a little slow is just under supersonic with the ball in your car, ready to both flick to uh, over the opponent or to your teammate. And that takes a lot of mechanics because the person behind you is going to come demo you and you get scored on because you don't have any, any control and your teammates up with you. It, and if you do any of this wrong, like anything with the slow play wrong, you just kind of lose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the danger with just starting up a slow play. And that's a, it, it's a problem that does happen a lot in twos where people think it's a requirement when it's more you know um an extra option when it's given not always pretty much the times that i've been doing like when i do the slow plays is been if i'm on the in like in the defensive third or defensive half and my teammate is in a position where they're not recovered and they're not in a supportive position at all and i'm just trying to delay long enough so that I can get them back. And so mm-hmm. I'll dribble slowly or I'll use my space a little bit more just so that like, Hey, my teammate can recover and get in a more supportive position. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's had a lot more success and stuff for me than just like, Oh, Hey, I'm in the middle of the field. Let me see if I can dribble this real quick and then go for a flick after holding the ball in my car for way too long. And <laughs> the teammate comes out and, or their player comes out and dunks me, mm-hmm. which also leads me to my next point that, um, People in twos, at least at the rank I'm at, they hold the ball on top of their car for way too long. I don't know if they're trying to figure out how to get control of it or what, but man, do they just, they hold on top of their car for what feels like forever when, you know, somebody's always coming up and just trying to dunk you almost right away. So it doesn't work out for them. I think it's kind of a mistake with slow play and low, low levels where if you're a ones player, that's like, I don't know if, in the high diamond slow champ you're like okay i slow play i put the ball in my car and the opponent instantly fake challenges to go for a shadow like that's just what happens pretty much 100 percent of the time unless mm-hmm. the other person's going for a mind game um in which case they'll just like dunk it but that first challenge is always a fake challenge in ones and you'll get a lot of ones players in twos so what ends up happening mm-hmm. is these ones players are now like oh this guy's gonna fake challenge because that's what always happens and then they don't because it's a twos player <laughs> and the twos player is just going to go for the ball. And the moment that happens, it's like, well, wh- why did this guy challenge here? He's not supposed to challenge that. What the heck? I'm supposed to have an extra time to, I don't know, do something. And they just get mad that the opponent is stupid in ball chasing. Meanwhile, they're just a twos player. And it's like, I have a teammate behind me so I can challenge this. <laughs> so yes, they do hold on to the ball way too often or way too long. Um, and I think it's an issue of, medium high level ones <laughs> does does that make sense yeah um well because because in ones you get like you said you get 
they're going to come up and they're going to fake challenge and they're just going to turn around and shadow because that's that's the one's play style. That's pretty much what you have to do. If you're going to go in for that challenge consistently, if you don't fake challenge and stuff, you're they're going you're going to get flicked. You know, after that first one, they figure out that's what you do. You're going to get flicked on and um, leave a wide open net. So you have to go in for that fake challenge. And so if you're a ones player and you're used to the space and time that they give you and that kind of thing, and you go over to twos and you try and emulate that, there's a lot of good things you can take from ones going into twos. But if you're just trying to take that aspect of it, you're going to run out of time very quickly. You're going to get dunked on and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or like you're saying, if you end up trying to slow play while you're on the, on the attack, you're going to get demoed from behind or something. Yep. Um, that's basically twos. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's a good game mode. Um, I'll go into my week real quick. I didn't have a week. I've been taking some time off because my hands started hurting about two weeks ago. Um, well, they started hurting a little bit before, but I finally realized like, you know what? It's time to stop. Time to take a break. Give my hands time off. So I haven't actually played any games or used my controller or keyboard or mouse outside of like things that are directly for work in about two weeks to three weeks. So that's, that's been my week. <laughs> um, take care of your hands. They're important. <laughs> uh, do stretches. Want to move on to beginner's core, <laughs> even though we already had that. Dude, what do you mean? We already had that. We already had a long beginner's corner, but let's move on to our official beginner's corner. <laughs> <laughs> we had our, our kind of beginner's corner with our twos talk. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you go ahead. <laughs> okay. So for beginner's corner and everything this week, um, despite Lazero being gone from the show, he has demanded that we talk about his stats when he was playing with allies, paint and Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking at these stats, what, what were some of the things that they, they, so they played a total of looks like, 28 games uh no seven games they were playing okay. in-house 2v2s okay so i see yeah i see seven games total but it's got like four sections like this the stats page has like four different sections and so i wasn't sure if they play like seven games with those team makeups or if it was seven games total and um oh that's just kind of oh no no I'm, i don't know now um <laughs> I thought it was just the seven games. Let's look. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games. Okay. Yes. Just private twos. I think the changes were possibly the teams. That little bit behind, below is just team. I think probably I like know. when they when they join, like who joined first or whatever. Maybe. Maybe. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Okay, let's talk about some stats here. <laughs> Is there anything that you notice uh, right away? Um, well, pretty much looking at this, um, looking at the positioning one, everyone mm-hmm. spends about 60% of their time on the defensive half, like, and about 45, give or take a percentage point um, in their defensive third. So everyone was playing very passively, but that may be like natural for Rocket League for you to play you know, on the defensive and that kind of thing, um, at the, you know, diamond three champ one level. Um, I think that's so, generally about right. It's, it's probably generally like how, how that ends up being played anyways. Mm-hmm. 
especially in twos, right? Like there's always going to be somebody pretty much back in twos for the most part. So I guess that makes sense. Um, allies in the zero, they won most of the game. So it's true. That. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go back to positioning. Um, something that is kind of cool to note here is that you can very easily see, um, probably less allies and more Lazero uh, taking over a very offensive role where if you look at uh, Paint and Bruno, they have roughly the same amount of uh, percentages behind ball and in front of ball with 72 uh, and 27% for Paint and 69 and 30 for Bruno, which is within a couple percentage points, which is fair. Um, but then you look at Elias and Lazero and Elias had, 75 and a half percent uh behind ball and 24 and a half in front while the zero was 68 percent or 69 percent uh behind the ball and 31 in front which is about seven percent for both maybe a little bit more of a difference between uh, allies and the zero in terms of in front of ball and behind ball which is very clearly uh We've talked about it, uh, how Elias is generally a more passive player and defensive, and that's that's his style. But Lazira was also a very aggressive player, and he likes to play forward. Um, so that's probably a pretty big reason as to why they ended up taking the majority of games. It's because they had a play style that fit together, and they fit each other's roles very well. Right? <laughs> oh, am I? Hello? Oh, muted. Oh, there we go. Back. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So uh, that's all very fair. Um, but it's funny that you say like the zero is aggressive because he is aggressive, but he he spends a lot more time slowing down, I think, than um, than a lot. Because so, if you look over at movement and everything, allies I would consider usually like a like you said a kind of passive player, controlled player, that kind of thing. And the zero is a bit more aggressive, mm-hmm. and but allies was the fastest one on the field. And that's why he had probably a lot more of the success is you know his his two's ability is a little bit higher as well so he's able to control the ball at a faster speed and that's going to be kind of probably what a lot of um the success especially at twos ends up being is being able to have control of the game at a faster speed which is kind of the case for anything that you do is if you're able to control the ball and control the game at a faster speed than people around you then it should have a positive impact and i think that's where allies and the zero end up benefiting is just how much faster allies is with this control than mm. maybe some of the other players on the field. Mm. I'm wondering if it might be um, control or if a big part of it is recovery. Um, Could be that too. We see, we can see sadly you can't, we can see that the uh, zero actually has 14% at supersonic, which is really high compared to the other ones. Um, while allies is at 12%. Um, so what I, I'm thinking from that. I'm wondering what boost counts are. We don't know yet. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I'm wondering if Lazero might have spent more time recovering and just you moving around too much, which is why his supersonic speed is high. Meanwhile, Eliz was at boost speed a lot and had the least or, or lowest amount of slow speed, um, but also a lower supersonic speed. Which my guess is Lazero used more boost more consistently. Um, like he was using a lot more boost to mm-hmm. kind of get around the field. Mm-hmm. and be aggressive um where allies was maintaining speed not having to use boost as much yeah that's exactly what i was thinking and also the possibility of not having to rush for positioning um 
and you know being in a more or less correct spot already so you don't have to just boost all the way to supersonic supersonic and figure things out from there uh so that might that seems like it might just be a positioning thing i am surprised by the power slides um i'm very surprised by that because um, <laughs> eliza only had 54 power slides and bruno had 45 those two um being the gcs in the lobby um meanwhile the zero and paint had 71 and 96 times used respectively which is very surprising because usually as you get higher up you'll be a lot more um controlled with your power power slides and you'll know how to use them uh so i don't Could know it be just better positioning though like if, if they're in a better position they don't have the power slide to mm-hmm. adjust nearly as much yeah that's what i'm wondering I'm, I'm wondering if it might be less like hairpin turns that require multiple power slide presses if you're doing them correctly and more just decent spot like the right spot to be in um so that you don't have to actually power slide to hard cut and boost into a certain spot and like oh god i'm panicking and rather it's like oh i'll just do a slight power slide to um or not even power slide and just be in the right spot already how's this you're gonna give us all these stats and he's not even gonna be here i to, know like <laughs> talk about the actual in-game perspective where he's like oh yeah hey allies and bruno and stuff played better or something like that we're over here just trying to speculate on what happened <laughs> and it's just because Lazero is like, nope, I'm not here. Here's some stats. Figure it out. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I hate that. Oh my goodness. Let's go to boost. Lazero is horrible at not using <laughs> boost. Oh my. He was the highest zero boost. <laughs> he's the highest zero boost. And he's also and he's the, the highest, highest boost. <laughs> while supersonic. Like, please control your boost. It's important. <laughs> you can. Oh, oh my goodness. So pretty much what I'm taking away from this, like, all right, because because to be honest, I don't think this is a super fun listen to listen to <laughs> talk about stats. But um, save your replays, submit them to ball chasing, and look at your own stats. And some of these things that we're kind of talking about, um, like boost management, you'll be able to see like the time that you spend at zero boost. You'll be able to see how much boost you use, how much time you spend at supersonic, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. And it might open your eyes and make adjustments to like, oh, okay, so this is what it should be. And you can look at stats from other players and stuff like that and other higher level players and on what it should be at, you know, as you go up to the next rank, that kind of thing. Because this is probably not a huge fun thing to listen to, but there's a lot of good stuff if you look at your own stats. Yes. Also, before we move on, because this part might actually be fun. This this is for everybody, but specifically the zero. Get your get your dang small pads, dude. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> grabs small pads, and it makes me so angry. So Eliza has sixty seven small pads, which is pretty good. Paint has sixty one, and uh, Bruno has fifty five. Fifty five is pretty low already. Sixty one also probably pretty low. I don't know. You guys can I'm sure get more if you're you know aware of your small small pad boosting and you're getting your big pads when you need them, but not going out of your way to get them. You're just chilling. Lazero is 47. He's 20 small boost pads under Lazero. He's basically two thirds of Elias. <laughs> and he's got three more big boost pads, which is just like the amount of time that he's at no boost, which is basically twice the amount of Eliza's time, just makes so much sense because he doesn't get small pads. And I hate when people don't get small pads. Please get them, they matter. <laughs> <laughs> Why does nobody like small pads? <laughs> it's my biggest pet peeve. 
you ever say that uh, you have no boost, you had boost. You just didn't collect it. That's your fault. <laughs> my my thing with that is when you like after you get scored on or something like that, if you were the person on defense and you spam like needed boost in the chat or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, but you haven't touched the ball in like five to ten seconds, like you had the time. Mm-hmm. You had the time to get twelve or twenty four. Mm-hmm. Th- those are the ones that frustrate me more. There is um, never a time where you should say, oh, I didn't have any boost unless you're in like basically high GC, maybe G- GC three and above where people are genuinely starting to boost starve and like use demos and things effectively. That's the only time you can start complaining that, oh, there's no boost on the field. There's always boost on the field. You just got to know how to move for it. It's <laughs> <sighs> my biggest pet peeve in Rocket League. <laughs> Um, yeah okay i think we're probably good for stats if you want somebody to go over your stats and be slightly less boring with it because you'll have something to uh something to look at you can do um coaching way of coaching yeah yeah allies is probably better at that stuff than than either of us are probably better at looking at the stats and being able to um i just had great statistical things understanding right there you know he's better than us at that it's true but Give me credit. <laughs> no, he's he, he's probably the best one. If if you want to look at like statistically, what can I do? What can I pay attention to? Because you want to look at that a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I think you want to look at it in conjunction with your replays because like replays are good and you can spot out those things. But you also want to be able to look at like okay, just flat by the numbers. I need to focus on getting small pads more, or I need to focus on trying to maintain my speed and stopping less, that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. you can look at the stats on here and just see how you compare, you know, to the next rank. So if you're like a diamond player, diamond three, you can see, okay, what is a champ one or two player kind of do and how does this affect them? That kind of thing. So, um, yeah, allies is probably pre- pretty good at that. Um, wabs is okay, I guess. So yeah. Realize is bad, which is why he's not on the list. Yeah, it's true. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a coach. Uh, okay. I think we're probably good for that. Do you want to move on to esports? Yeah, we could talk some esports. So some there wasn't stuff that's- mm-hmm. there wasn't too much that happened. If you didn't watch the uh, the grand finals of EU last week between Giants and BDS, please go do so because that was an amazing series and almost the longest series in Rocket League history. I think it might have been the longest series in Rocket. Okay, I'm wrong. In terms of <laughs> actual time, it was the longest Rocket League series in history. In terms so of, much overtime. There was so many overtimes and it was amazing. <laughs> in, ter- in terms of number of games, it there's a really good chance it was the most. And it was one game off of a perfect uh, 17 or 14 game series, which is amazing. Super happy about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was such a good series. There were, I think, more overtimes than not. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There were eight overtimes in a four, 13 game series which is just incredible. That shows how close it was. I think <laughs> pretty much every game was a one, one goal game. Uh, there's one game that one game was not a one goal game. <laughs> it's because it was a two goal game. And, that's yeah. It. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. You, just go watch it. It was great. It was amazing. It was such a good series. Everything was perfect. The, it was a really back and forth uh, series. Like, even individual games were back and forth, not just like, oh, this game, this game, this game. Like within the game, you could see the tides turning between BDS and Giants. And there were so few mistakes. There were some, uh, but there were very few mistakes. Uh, and other than like 
a couple open net whiffs that the Giants could have taken a game or, you know, won the whole series off of. Um, just really, really, really good, good games. They were so good. They were so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what I, that's the main thing I wanted to talk about. We can actually start discussing now. What you got for <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it's a, it's a good showing from giants cause they kind of been, I mean, top eight, obviously in EU for a little while, but to be consistently, you know, top four, um, or that kind of thing, like it's a really good showing from them, especially as Dignitas has been getting better and being more competitive. Um, vitality has dropped off like the face of the planet. It seems like, um, so, but Giants kind of stepping up and being competitive with BDS and making that run and, um, you know, even beating BDS in the winner's finals and then having to play them again in the, in the mm-hmm. grand finals. It's, it's just a great showing from them. They had an incredible tournament. Um, yep. but what were the bigger, I would just say surprises and stuff that you saw. Throughout uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> one second. Um, I just wanted to say that this is a very good showing for Itachi with the Giants because he's the new, um, they uh, picked up Itachi in the last split uh, and dropped Tox, which was seen as a questionable move. Um, but I think the in-series and in-game like comms and uh, mentality and everything Itachi's really helped with and he's been obviously doing very well considering they beat BDS, which is genuinely a feat <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> Uh, and then took them to game seven and game six in the longest and probably closest uh, game in Rock League history or series. Um, so upsets. Let's go through them. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, at the top of your bracket, we got top blokes getting swept by Liquid. You heard that in the right order. Liquid swept blo- top blokes. Uh, top blokes being... You know, pretty consistently the number three team in the in EU, um, vying for number two against Vitality in the previous uh, split. They get swept by Liquid, who was probably fairly easy to say the worst or one of the worst teams in uh, the upper end of EU. Um, and that's a sweep. So that's impressive already. <laughs> uh, great job for Liquid. Top Lose goes into the bottom and just gets completely knocked out round one, doesn't even win, a, wins a single game. <laughs> and they get uh, knocked out by den- uh, Denied. And we'll come back to them. Ross, <laughs> <laughs> your thoughts on this so far? You got anything? Anything? Um, I mean, it's it's just surprising that Liquid knocked out top blokes and stuff in a three-game sweep. Top blokes wasn't... Because that's another team that was like, okay, hey, they're, they're the top four a top four team. Um, and we're kind of at a point where with the dominance of teams like BDS and NV and NRG and vitality up until recently, um, with the dominance of those teams that are at the top and they stayed at the top consistently, whenever we see them go out against a, a team that we would consider a lower tier, uh, it's just super surprising. And so top blokes was really good. Um, over the like the winner split and stuff like that. Um, but they just they came up short against Team Liquid and then they get knocked out from denied from the get-go, who had a decent enough run, but it's just one of those things of um super surprising to see a top tier team get knocked out. It's kinda like when we saw um SSG get knocked out super early and we're like, yeah. oh, what happened to them? 
That's actually a great comparison because it was such a surprise. And like, where did this even come from? Um, but yeah, that it might have just been a bad day for top blokes. They, I don't even know if they had a sub or not. Uh, but regardless, it's still pretty rough. Um, moving down to the bracket, we see that Wu actually makes it, which is a, a team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they end up beating uh, Redemption and Guild to also beat Liquid and then go uh, get swept by Giants. So just kind of a team that I've never seen, never heard of, uh, going to the winner semis and then getting swept by Giants, who was very much on that day, having just beaten Vitality, um, actually that entire weekend. So that's not a, a shame whatsoever to get knocked out on winner semis when you're a, pretty much a no-name French team that I've never heard of. <laughs> um, and then Wu continues to go... Where did Wu end up? Do you know? They uh, they lost to Dignitas uh, for their next match mm-hmm. in the lower uh, quarters. Yes. Now let's talk about Dignitas. Dignitas is great. <laughs> Dignitas actually had an amazing series where uh, they got beat by BDS, which wasn't a surprise. Like it's still BDS, so can't be sad about that. Um, and then they make it all the way to uh, winners or losers finals, and then again get swept by BDS. But to get double no- uh, knocked out by BDS. That's a pretty good day for Dignitas because they <laughs> I think had some solid competition. It's, they they faced Denied who beat Queso, which is, you know, impressive. Uh they they faced Wu who uh yeah, was was there. Um beat Liquid who made a, who who at least showed up, you know. Liquid did something. Yep, yep, Liquid did do something. They beat Oxygen that Oxygen was looking really nice yesterday or two days ago um this weekend they were they were looking very good fair was 100 percent on points chasset was doing chasset things uh astral was doing astral things like it, they were a very good team this uh this tournament and it was a close series but it was a close ser- series for a reason and team toss ended up winning that so um it was <laughs> it was a weird tournament but there was a lot of good games <laughs> and that's really the best yeah. i can say well, um, it'd be nice to see if Oxygen, like, you know, pretty much the entire fall split were like, okay, they're not a good team. And the winter split up until this point have been kind of pretty iffy and all that kind of stuff. They've, they've done decently in the grid and stuff here and there, but they really haven't like actually performed that well when it came down to the regionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's this is probably the best result they've had with the regional. And they took Dignitas to seven games. Uh, Dignitas has been playing much better mm-hmm. lately. And then, so that is a good kind of setup to go with. They beat Endpoint in a sweep, that kind of thing. Um, they also beat Dignitas just, Galaxy Racer and FCP. Like, well, FCP yeah, is not they, really, but Oxygen. it's still, I mean, that, that's a game though that they would have lost in the fall split. That's true. <laughs> so they would have lost pretty much every one of those games, it feels like, in the fall split. Mm-hmm. Um, all the games that they did win. They took a game off BDS, which is more than Dignitas can say. Oh, uh, they did. Yeah. Dignitas between the two games they played, couldn't take off a single game off BDS, but oxygen was able to. So like, if you're looking at, at this as like a journey versus just a flat out, are they good or not? Um, you can just say like, Hey, they're getting better. They're being more effective than they mm-hmm. were. Um, when we were, when they were like losing to stormtroopers in the, in the fall split and yeah. that kind of stuff. Can I say that Triple Trouble um, also had a run? Like Triple Trouble had a decent run. They beat Vitality. Yeah. They just Endpoint's the one that actually had like a run. They spent all of their time. They probably faced 
some of the tougher, like they'd probably have the tougher lower bracket run. Galaxy Racer, Solary, Liquid, Triple Trouble, and Oxygen, mm-hmm. um, who were all playing. Those teams were, you know, Liquid, Triple Trouble, and Oxygen all playing well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad. Galaxy Racer has recent <laughs> results that make it seem like they're pretty good. So, mm-hmm. and Point had a good run uh, until until the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. And Point definitely had a, a good run. There were a lot of runs this one. This, like it, it was a lot of uh, upset games um i think especially starting from the beginning uh like the um round one round two there were a lot of upsets there that really just set the tone for pretty much the entire uh series except for Giants guild and- getting knocked out super early though like that one was surprising to me i don't even know who the white demons they lost are. to Wu and they lost to white <laughs> demons who don't like you said don't even know who they are but they lost in convincing fashions looks like the a spanish team yeah uh yeah i i'm not surprised like i'm a little surprised because it is guild and guild is like a decent team but it's also like it's guild and i don't know i was saying that i was surprised that liquid did so well but i'm not surprised that or i'm not surprised if they don't do well and i'm also not surprised if guild does really bad but uh, to their credit, I'm su- not surprised they do pretty well. I don't know. <laughs> Guild's a weird team. <laughs> Guild's a weird team. Guild is like just outside like the top eight for EU, it seems like, but they'll have times like this where they just vastly underperform and it makes you question like I the feel support like and you're stuff. You're just actually a Guild fan and you'll never admit that to yourself. <laughs> I'm not, you know who actually is a Guild fan is uh, Shogun. Shogun, uh, really? he consistently supports Guild, and so like I'll see on Twitter and stuff, he'll support, he'll say things like when Guild loses, and it's just funny, man. Like, cause he was, he would have like, um, like between himself, I don't remember, like some of the other casters and stuff like that. He has like some supportive stuff he does, and they'll do like bets and everything between like him and other casters, and and he always loses because he ends up because <laughs> he's a guild supporter. So his team, like he always loses the bets and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty funny. Sometimes it feels pretty bad to to be a fan of the worst, like one of the worst teams. They give you hope and then it just yank it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a guild fan. You you don't accept it, or at least you haven't accepted it to me. But you're just. A I guild said fan. they're just. I said they're just outside the top eight. You go look at their results. Everything is like five to eight, seven to eight, and like that kind of thing. Like it's not a ridiculous thing for me to say, hey, they're You're just outside the top eight. I, I don't care. You can't prove me wrong here. You're a guilt fanboy. <laughs> if I had big boy powers in Discord, I'd give you that role. <laughs> All the regionals, they were fifth to eighth. Uh, let's see. Winter regional one, seventh to eighth. Uh, regional two, ninth to twelfth. So like just outside top eight is a pretty realistic to 12th right there. That sounds like, a, yeah, that's, that's outside the top eight, ninth a, to 12th is like nine, 10, 11, 12. I don't know if you know how to count, but like you go one through eight and then outside the top eight I would consider is nine, 10, 12th equaling 12th or at least 11th. <laughs> so, so what is, about the seventh and eighth and fifth to eighth and those kind of things? Those are the lowest number hundred percent of the time, <laughs> <laughs> just to prove you wrong here. That's it. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? Is that really it for, for this week? I think that's it. That's pretty much it for this week in esports, uh, right? As far as the regionals and stuff go, I think there was 
grid stuff going on. Um, we don't talk about for North America, right? Peeps won the grid. Uh, Peeps beat yes. Envy in the grid. Yep. They beat Rogue, Sonics, and they and uh, ooh, NRG got knocked out first round of the grid. Okay, as always, these are grid results. We don't take them as canon. These are just somebody's fan theories that they made up because they're a fanboy. <laughs> we can still talk about them though. Well, if we're going to just generally talk about esports, considering that you know we you know just had the EU and stuff going on, that's it. Um, you know, just kind of giving a general idea. It's it's the best showing from Peeps in a while, so that's probably sure. the only reason I'd want to call it out is yeah. is Peeps haven't had a great showing on anything major with other you know all the other high profile teams mm-hmm. uh, in quite some time. So like the last moderately high result they had was um, they got fourth in the fall regional two. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while since peeps have, have performed. So, yep. And I will say, I'm pretty sure the peeps are doing well. Oh, Oh, never mind. They're not doing well in this grid. Okay. I lied or I was about to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grid results don't count. There's no consistency there. It was just like little shout out to grid or to, to peeps <laughs> because of the grid. <laughs> that's what, that's what they're getting. <laughs> um, there's an NA tournament coming up this weekend, right? Yeah, I think the NA regional um, is this weekend. Pretty sure. Um, okay, so we can look out for that. We just have the EU one. We're gonna have the NA one. So yeah. Um, predictions. Okay. Well, big things to look out for for the next couple weeks in terms of esports. Um, on EU side, if Dignitas can do another showing, then like we can pretty comfortably put them as one of the best teams. Um, now but what do we do with vitality though like if vitality has another bad showing that we got to do something about that too and start being like are they like a five are they like a seven <laughs> we were considering them like second only because bds was so damn good and that, yeah. and now it's like they just have been so inconsistent because it before it was just like hey we can pretty much guarantee they're gonna either get like second or third like almost every single time mm-hmm. uh bds was gonna get first vitality was gonna get second or third and then you'll see like top blokes or queso or something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vitality has been super inconsistent lately. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we have to look at some, we'll, we'll go over this later where Vitality, like I think we just have to go over all of their showings recently and just figure out where we should put them because they're such an inconsistent team, at least in terms of their, uh, or at the very least they've dropped in the past like month. I think it's fair mm-hmm. to say. Um, and drop pretty hard. So definitely that's a thing. If Vitality doesn't show up, then that's a conversation to have. Diggers does, that's a conversation to have. Um, if Giants has another good showing, then that's a conversation to have. Uh, <laughs> Oxygen, maybe. I don't know. That's also a conversation that could be had eventually. Um, things for the future. Top Lokes going out first round, probably not a conversation that we're going to have to have. Um but possibly, I think, I, I think the the spring split is going to be the one where Oxygen busts into like the top six for EU. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, it has to be at this point. Otherwise, they've got to look at like roster adjustments. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Okay, we can talk about Oxygen next week, maybe the week after <laughs> when they show. I have up. to wait till they have another regional. Yeah, when they show up. <laughs> um, I think that's that's good. What what do we have to look forward to this week? Is Envy the best team in the world? 
is space station uh, still? I mean, if they, if they maintain it, it's probably still going to be NV, NRG, and space station. But oh, the big one, Rogue. Is Rogue going to be up there? I forgot about that because they were they were showing up um, for the past couple. So definitely keep an eye out on Rogue. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Also G two because they have not been showing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's those are the two big ones I, in that I'll be looking out for this uh, this weekend. Hey, seventy two PC is going to be in this regional. That's good. Ooh, nice. Let's see if they do. I know they've been like hit or miss. Sometimes they they make it, sometimes they don't. But they made it through the close qualifier, so that's good. Nice. Okay. Also going to be looking out for them. Hopefully, to, hopefully to see them uh, a little bit higher. <laughs> well, because they have the new roster, right? Because Tyler, not Tyler, um, or Ty, not Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, Ty, not Tyler, uh, retired from competitive Rocket League, so they've mm-hmm. got a new player on their roster. So we'll see if that does anything for them. Mm-hmm. So, Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, a RLCS coach on here. It was already it was already true, but now it's current or currently true, which is nice. <laughs> it's still true. It's still, it's technically still true. true. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it for uh, our our just our esports talk, and that's pretty much it, right? Do you have anything final that you want to say, Relentless? No, it feels like it goes right by really fast when we don't have Lazero on here ranting about it. Oh, I know. I don't have to listen for like 20 minutes and then maybe get a word. <laughs> it's weird to actually talk on a podcast. I don't know how I, how Blizzard does this every week. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's all we got. Uh, big shout outs to our, all of our patrons and our listeners. Love every single one of you. Extra love to our roll call tier. Uh, Jay Wise, Kevin, Mythe, Paint, Raz, Psych Mopco, Tim Chu Barker, and Vance. Um, thank you very much for being or for supporting us and uh you know the extra little bit for the roll call um that's all we got do something that lazero would want you to do this week i don't know what that is <laughs> but that's that's your that's your homework uh from hug, hug someone you care about that doesn't have covid that's something lazero would want you to do make sure they don't have covid though Make sure they don't have COVID. Test them first and then give them a hug. Or just hug Relentless because he already had COVID and he's probably already not had it. it. Already had it. If, if you guys want it, come, come, come give me a hug. Exactly. It'll be fine. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> that's all we got for you this week uh, from me and Bye.